This is episode number 77 of Hebrews in Exile with our honorable teacher, Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And we are joined by our fellow colleagues and Hebrews in Palm Springs under the leadership of Aleka Stagg. And we have a good commentary and exchange between ourselves and the folks in Palm Springs about the freedom of being Hebraic. Unfortunately, in this particular podcast, we only caught a portion of our live stream with the folks in Palm Springs, but that's okay. We still carried on. Without further ado, let's get into this episode. Hebrews in exile, you know what we do. Let's go! You make everything right. Give me more power. Give me more love, yeah. Give me more passion. I'm so out of my element. All right, hey, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this is Hebrews in Exile. We uh, we have an audience with us tonight from down in the Palm Springs area, Baltimore, Maryland, and goodness gracious, Washington, D.C. area, and the Kohanim of the temple there in Palm Springs, California, Eleka Stags. We're glad to have you with us. Say something <laughs> to me, man. <laughs> Say something to me, Eleka. <laughs> he there. Come on, let's see them pearly white teeth. Talk to me, man, what you got going on? Yeah, there they go, there, there those teeth. I see them pearly white teeth. Listen, I know tonight is your night to do um, your uh, online Torah study. Uh, I've been talking to the people. My free meeting will end in 10 minutes. Oh, that ain't good. Hey, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the beauty of, 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 of being in this technological age. Aleka, talk to me. Now you went out. He went out. No, here we are. He's over on Aleka Stug. Jassers. Jassers went out. Okay. What do you want to talk about tonight, man? Talk to me. You know what? I'm open. I'm open. You know me. I'm open. Uh, uh, I'm glad to be on with you tonight. I'm glad to uh, to see that you are here in this space. You and, and uh, Sean with the Hebrews in Exile channel it gives us an opportunity to express ourselves and also to help people to learn who they are. Uh, uh, um, I, I was thinking today on how most of us don't know who we are. We know who we have become, but we don't know who we are. We don't know where we come from. And, and uh, I was thinking about that today and even expressing that to uh, some of the individuals that I talk to on a daily basis. Uh, I just think it's interesting that, uh, um, not just interesting, but I think it's a blessing that you're out there being able to educate us on our history that we were told was once lost, you know, uh, uh, even the history that we didn't have. And so I just think it's a blessing to be able to be here with you on tonight as well as the other congregants. I'm open to whatever Listen, you want to talk Let me ask about. a question. Let me ask a general question from the house there that's there. Uh, how how do you all how do you all anybody anybody on on the screen tonight can answer this question so you can chime in? How do you feel about being Hebraic? 
as compared to where you are, where you were. Talk to me about that. I mean, I've got people out here that listen to us every week, and some people are just now transitioning uh, to the Hebraic way. But how do you feel about this new, this this? It's not really new, but it's new to us. This new way of life. Hey, Valencia. Who wants to answer that question for me? Yeah, everybody don't raise their hand at one time. <laughs> I see you, Valencia. <laughs> is your, is your, there you go. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, um, very enlightening. I, I feel that um, it's important to, for, for me and for so many to know who you are, um, you know, in, in reference to the Most High. Um, understanding how important those foundational scriptures, Torah, um, how important they are and how they yet apply to our lives today. And not to just, you know, dismiss them as I've been told for many years and do away with them. Um, and just the identity for me is, is really um, is important. Identity and understanding, right, right. understanding scripture. And really understanding, um, having a better understanding of what I had been given, you know, um, and also looking at what's happening in the world today. So, you know, I, I feel uh, very informed, you know, and as we continue to learn um, what the scriptures are saying and what the Most High um, has for us as a people, very, very important. So I'm, I feel blessed. I feel blessed. Right. 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 Um, question uh, to, uh, what is it, Jazzer? Isaac. Huh? Isaac. How do you pronounce your name? Isaac. Listen, how has, how has this changed, how has this changed your way of life? How has being here bread changed you? Oh, let me tell you, I feel free. I feel it has really just um, shifted me to where knowing who I am now, it's, it's a freeing thing. So I feel more enlightened, as, as uh, Valencia was saying, I feel more enlightened. Um, my understanding is a whole lot better because over there on the other side, I didn't understand the, new, um, the Old Testament or the, uh, as they would call it, but um, I didn't understand uh, what was being, you know, what we were supposed to be learning. Basically, we really didn't delve into uh, Tara. Um, and so coming in here has just been a blessing. And I, yeah, I, I'm yeah. just grateful and thankful that uh, the Most High led me to someone that uh, could be a blessing to us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, Ravi, Ravi, this if is I can the interject problem. for a moment. Sure, come on. You, you have to remember, I don't I don't know if you do remember, but my sister is the one who found you uh, online because her and I uh, uh, um, were having, she and I were having conversations about uh, the scriptures we were reading and, and uh, uh, feeling like something was missing out. And so we would discuss uh, uh, many scriptures. And, uh, and and I got on the history portion uh, of the scriptures, and, and finally my sister 
uh, called me one day and she says, Lika, I found somebody online you need to listen to. <laughs> and I said, who is that? But his name is Robbie, Robbie G. Holman. Robert G. Holman, and he has this junior, and he has the same background as us. I'm like, what do you mean? He, said, he, he came from the same place we came from. I, I don't know if I could uh, 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 divulge that information. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, hey, uh, hey, 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 I don't care. All right. The, the, the PAW, the City Council Assemblies of the World, and I, and I understand that you have history, just like my wife, uh, 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 my wife, my wife, uh, they go back to uh, 1936 uh, 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 in, in the uh, uh, in, uh, in Central California, uh, in that area. Uh, uh, but I just found you online, uh, put me in contact with you, and we've been, uh, you know, communicating every since. So I think that was a blessing uh, for us. I just have to tie that in with what I. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. You know. You know something, guys, listen. We are what I call purists. We teach the scriptures. We don't add to the scriptures. We don't try to embellish the scriptures. The question is always going to be, what did the Most High say? That's, that's it. LaVon! Want to talk to me tonight, Lamont? How you feeling, girl? The um, he brave way is really like my sister says. They free. I feel free. It's so light. It's not. It's like I'm not having to. I didn't realize actually that I was fighting through and pushing through on the other side. Yeah, and this is still, I feel the freedom now to be able to live. There was like, there's a, a level of condemnation that's been thrown away because, yes. you know, all that doctrine is moved aside. And, yes. And the scripture is now opened up to me where I see a whole different side to the scripture. And I'm a person of research and, and a reader and a writer. And I'm standing here with this pen. Um, and it has just been uh, uh, just, just exciting to get into scripture and to see my life unfolding with the scripture. And I'm things are going on, and then I'm reading. In a, a good example, I shared last week, and I'm I'm doing budgets and grants, and we go over um, the Midbar chapter 31, and they're dealing with numbers and dividing and. So it's, it's like everything is like lining up with what is going on in my life. Oh, there's more numbers in there. I'm doing yeah. numbers and there's numbers yeah. here. Okay, this could be the formula. Yeah. We talked about the formula and the plan and the stages. And this is the same thing that I'm working on. So that's the exciting part about that. I still remember the shock of making the change, you know, when <laughs> I first heard it. Yeah, let's talk, talk about that for a minute. Talk about that for a minute. Talk about, talk about the shock of making the change. Talk about okay. that for a minute. Because I, I remember when I first heard it, I was like, wait, hold on. Is it, you're trying to get me to drop everything I believe in. Uh, you know, I got to think, I got to weigh this and see what exactly are you saying? What do you mean there's no J? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? And um, so I had to, I had to 
step back and research and do some things. I actually wrote a book about that. You know, as we were listening to all those individuals say those things about the transition and and talking about the most high, there was one word that was that resonated throughout everybody's testimony. And it started with an F and it wasn't a four letter word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Free freedom, freedom, freedom. Yeah. yeah. I am experiencing freedom, freedom right. from the minutia of, of, and what's, what it sounds like more than anything else is this freedom from the dichotomy of being in limbo about waning between two different things. I feel like I'm locked into something that I just don't completely understand when I'm over in here in the, in the, in the Christ, in Christianity, there's a lot of hypocrisy and I just don't feel like there's a holistic approach to what I'm doing because I'm seeing contradictions all over the place and it's get, it's putting me in a place where I can't freely express the totality of the most high because I've got different things that are that are contradicting what I'm seeing and what I'm reading and what I what I know about the most high and it's I'm conflicted and I'm free from the from the conflict yeah. that's being posed because nobody's really sat down and told somebody from day one there are two different opinions right. in front of you. Right, right. We blend them together and we're trying to reconcile the two and it, it, it just doesn't work. And and, and and with that being said, um in case in, in, in case our, our our viewers are are wondering what happened, mm. uh we were in the process of a uh, Zoom uh, conference uh, podcast tonight when our connection decided that it wanted to stop. So we're picking up from where we left off in that conversation with that wonderful congregation there in Palm Springs, uh, California mm -hmm. uh, that we have down there. Um, the aspect that I want our listeners to gravitate to is that when you and I acclimate to what the scriptures teach mm -hmm. the verbiage on the other side says he whom the son has set free is free, free indeed. indeed yeah now let's put that in proper context mm -hmm. he who the son has set free is not talking about jesus christ no, not in the slightest the son is israel mm-hmm the Most High says in Shemot, he says, go and tell Paro, which is Pharaoh, for all of those of you who don't know, we pronounce it Hebraically, mm -hmm. go tell Paro to let my son right. go. That's correct. That, that he may go and worship me. Mm -hmm. So Israel is the product or the son which the Most High is referring to that sets you free when you and I gravitate to the principles that he has established for us to walk under. And once you do that, there is a, a it's, it's the aspect of being able to exhale. Mm -hmm. right. right. I mean, the elephant in the room is no longer the elephant in the room. <laughs> yes, 
Agreed. 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 I mean, I mean, look, there, there, there is so much liberty and freedom because you're not living your life on the basis of policy. Now you're living your life on the basis as we continue each week to explain the mitzvahs that are ethical and moral. Mm -hmm. You begin to live your life it, that's called a way of life mm -hmm. according to the governance that the Most High has given us. And we're not conflicted by policy. No, we're not. And what, not at all. And what some man... And puts on his britches the same way you do <laughs> and bleeds blood the way you do and dies tells us. Correct. And I'm sorry. I'm still looking over in that Greek document for the mitzvot, the laws, the rulings, and the teachings that this new guy is supposed to give us. And yet they're not there. You haven't found... Not one. Not one. And, 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 and the funny thing is, is whatever is referenced... It comes from over it, here. It comes from our text. Yeah. You, the, the, we've said that before. And I want to interject this in here, too, for those that are listening. When you said the son, Israel's firstborn yeah. son, that is in Shemot chapter 4, verse 22. Read it. You got it? Did I you got it, it right there. That's why I was looking up. Because in this day and age, we have to give the... We gotta, we gotta quote the, it. Gotta give the context. Yeah, and, and you gotta go. Gotta go. You almost gotta go to scripture text <laughs> to, to to validate yourself. Yeah, like where, where in scripture does it say that that Israel is the firstborn son of the Most High? Let me read it to you. It's, uh, Shemot chapter four. I'm gonna start at verse. That's, that's Exodus chapter Ex four. Exodus chapter four. I'm gonna start at verse twenty. It says, "So Moshe took his wife and sons and put them on a donkey, and started." Out from Mitzrayim, that's Egypt. Moshe took Yahweh's staff in his hand. Verse 21, Yahweh said to Moshe, when you get back to Mitzrayim or Egypt, make sure that you, that you do before Paro every one of the wonders I have enabled you to do. Nevertheless, I am going to make him hard-hearted and he will refuse to let the people go. 22, then you... I'm going to read it real slow so you can get it. Then <laughs> you are to, to tell Paro, Yahweh says, Israel is my firstborn first son. son. That's where it is. In context, you can go read it for yourself. So now when we, when we, when we, when we gravitate to the context where he says, he who the son has set free is free indeed. From a Hebraic perspective, it takes on a whole different dynamic. Cool, y'all. Yeah. Because Israel is the son of the Most High. Mm -hmm. The Most High has, has, has given Israel the, the mandate to be able to teach the nations. That's our job. Mm -hmm. And as we teach the nations the laws, the rules, the statutes, and the instructions of the Most High, we fall into this sense of freedom. Okay. Because we're no longer conflicted by policy. Mm. We now know what holiness is. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, see, said, well, I was, <laughs> was going to catch you. See, you know what? We catch each other. I'm over here saying the children of Israel like, no, 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 no. It's the dynasty. It's the empire. <laughs> you said. We now know what it means to be set apart. Ah, there we go. The set apart people. Mm -hmm. Listen, 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 <clears throat> listen to something. Listen to something. Devarim, chapter seven. I just, I just. I just opened my tablet and this just kind of fell out to me. 
I didn't even I didn't even select this. I didn't even I didn't even go looking for this. This just fell out to me. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. 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 Chapter seven, verse six. Okay. For you are a people set apart, as set apart for Yahweh your Elohim. Yahweh, your Elohim, has chosen you out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be his own unique treasure. Mm-hmm. He's talking about Hebrew Israel. He's talking about y'all that I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this podcast and you're of a melanated state and situation, and if your ancestors came to this to this to this nation mm-hmm. that's called the America, VA, the Transatlantic Strait, uh, trades, uh, uh, Slave, slave trade. trade. Mm-hmm. This is talking about you. Mm. He chose you out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be his own unique treasure. Yahweh didn't set his heart on you to choose you because you numbered more than any other people. On the contrary, you were the fewest of peoples. That's correct. So now, when we look, I, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking in my mind, uh, and I'm trying to figure out, I'm going, I'm going, Yahweh, uh, in my mind, from a human perspective, you have a big job trying to get this nation in exile to realize who they are and turn back to you as a way of life, because these melanated people don't have a. F- <laughs> yeah. See, the empire is gonna make you do that, won't it? <laughs> These melanated people don't have a clue. But see who they are now. Now, and watch this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a little digre- digression here for, for a minute. And, and 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 help me to help me remember where I'm at. And help me to get back on track. But I okay. gotta do I gotta do this digression. Okay. In the state of New York, there is or was or is this pastor. Hmm. Uh, some people came in at gunpoint and robbed him mm-hmm. of about forty million. Anyhow, it was a whole lot of money of jewelry that he and his wife had on in the church. Hmm. He had preaching. They came in and robbed him of all his jewelry. Hmm. Okay? Take off that Cuban link right now. (laughs) He, he, He showed a picture of his prayer closet. Okay. His prayer closet was lined with riches of things and objects and things that he had purchased with the people's money. Oh. So the article, now I read the article again yesterday, and the article said, ah, it appears that the pastor of the church has been doing some stealing himself. He's been embezzling some money. Okay. Now, this is what's happening to our nine o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock people Mm -hmm. all over the world who are part of this Christian thing 
that is stripping them, robbing them of their of their money. The money's not going. And you know what grieves me the most is the money's been taken from people who are on welfare and that are poor. See, you know what I was going to say? And on top of that, which makes it compounds it even worse, is he's probably using a Hebrew text to get yes. it out of him. Yes, yes. Oh, you need to type. <laughs> yes. Whoa, yes. whoa, 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 yes. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> now, there is a mitzvot mm -hmm. that talks about being fair and just. That That's not being fair, nor is it being just. Mm -hmm. I bring it up to come back to the text here. Mm -hmm. You are not chosen because you're numbered more than any other people. Mm -hmm. While it is that we are an opulent nation of people that's defined in this in this in, by these great numbers that the most high puts out these great numbers that he puts out is only a metaphor that is indicative of how he sees Israel it's true it's okay? very true now <clears throat> on the contrary you are the fewest of all peoples rather it was because Yahweh loved you and because he wanted to keep the oath which he swore to your ancestors. Now, Sean, mm. as you and I sit here every week and we share the podcast that we're sharing, we recognize something that our people don't recognize. Avraham, Hitchcock, Yaakov, and all the people that come that come out of the loins of the sons of Israel, Mashe, all the prophets, the whole nation of Israel, those are our ancestors. This is true. So the Most High said, I did it because I swore to your ancestors that Yahweh brought you out with a strong hand and redeemed you. Now watch this. Mm -hmm. Redeemed you from a life of slavery. Mm -hmm. That's quantitative. That's correct. So across the street, you're talking about Jesus Christ redeemed you, <laughs> redeemed you from what? And they couldn't tell you. Because here's the deal. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal. If you're still fussing over the fact that you're not under the law and you don't have to follow it. That, according to your own text in First or Second John, is called being lawless. Mm. By description of researching what lawless means in the Greek dictionary, mm. it's gonna take me back to a Hebrew word that's called nomos, which is gonna take me back to a Hebrew word that's called Torah. So, so what is sin? Sin is being Torahless or being lawless. Now, here's the question. Okay. If sin is being lawless, and even if we don't attach it to, if we don't even attach it to the word Torah, if sin is being lawless, Will you please tell me what the laws are that are being broken that are defined as sin? Can you can y'all over there in the Christian church do that? And, see, and that's 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 the key right there is because they don't know what they are. And by way of that, 
I, <laughs> it, 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 it dawned on me the other day when I'm, I'm sitting around the campfire reading uh, text to say, okay, your point that you made, what mitzvotes are over there that they're following? Literally, what, which ones are there? And if this is the case and you're following after your Messiah, who is a man, and he did what was over there in what you call your text, then it should be very easy for you to do whatever commandments that and, are over and, there. And you, should be, and you should be able to, to say what's there. See, I can, I can, I can enumerate. Exactly. I can enumerate. And not only can I enumerate, but I can go into the Hebraic text and I can find them, show them, pull them out and tell you what they are, which is what we've been doing uh, uh, in, in explaining the mitzvahs. We've been pulling them out, showing you, talking about them. Correct. And that's 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 that word again that's going to come up again. It starts with a Q. It's quintessential to yeah. understand yeah. Yeah. is yeah. that you cannot be in uh, have a Hebraic mind and be <laughs> ignorant to the things that. Uh, define our lifestyle. You can't be a British citizen. You can't be an African citizen of whatever country. You can't be a citizen of the United States and be ignorant to the lifestyle and the law and the culture of that particular. I'm not saying that you know every single law in and out, but there's a culture that's there. And that's all we're trying to profess. But I'm going to jump back on an issue that you had brought back earlier. That's an undertone and underlining that whole entire narrative that you just read. I brought you out and I did this for you, Hebrew Israel, because I loved you. You're a treasure. I want to honor what I said to your ancestors and it wasn't because of your might and it wasn't because you were a many a, 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 a vast group of people this demographic that's out there right the underlying issue that I'm seeing there too is I'm proving to you without saying it the pedigree of who I am name for me one other God that has done this Put the stats up. Let's put them up. Let's just go right down the list. Let's put up Buddha. Let's put up Muhammad. Let's, I'm not, Muhammad's a prophet, but let's put up Allah. Let's put up Jesus Christ. Let's, let's put, put up, them all up. Let's put up Krishna. Let's put them all up and let's say, okay, let's look at your achievements as a God. All right? What have you done that can match the most high? You have not delivered a people. Let's even go up to the greatest one that's out there, which is in Christianity. Let's go up against your Messiah. Has he delivered you back into the land? Well, well listen to what he says. Listen, 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 listen to what he says. Okay. He says, from this, you can know that I am Yahweh, your Elohim, is indeed Yahweh, the faithful Yahweh, who keeps his covenant and extends grace to those who love him and observe his mitzvot to a thousand generations. By me doing this, I'm proving to you that I am who I am. That's right. And there, and there ain't no other beside me. Right. There's another word you said in there that's a buzzword for our folks at the 7 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and 9 o'clock service. What? Or not, I should say 7, 9, and 11. What? Is the word grace. You only get afforded grace because of what? What is it? What did the text say? It says you are afforded grace because of what? You obey. Obey. Yeah. It's tacked onto that. You can't be in a state of grace with the most high and not obey the mitzvot. 
So when they say that we're not under the law, we're under grace. Again, and you know what? I have to go back to what my what our head teacher here says. You know him, this guy by the name of Robert B. Holman Jr. Oh, did, Pretty good did, guy. Did, you ever did, met did, him before? Did, <laughs> is, is, is he the head teacher here? He's the head teacher here. He said something to me. He spoke some wisdom. And he said, they can do whatever they want to do across the street. There you go. They can pick up and, matter of fact, make Papa Smurf. They... Uh, 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 Elohim if they want to. They can change the game up however they see fit. That's what's only thing that's making sense to me. They say, you know what? You can go ahead and do all that all you want to. And the reason, again, we harp on this in that group of people because that's where the majority of our kinsmen are. See, that's Yahweh calling right now. <laughs> um, so it's, it's He's trying a, to tell me, show you right. <laughs> but it's this issue of, again, when you come into the understanding of this, you don't have this, con this conflict anymore upon which the people from Palm Springs were talking about earlier tonight. That conflict is being yeah, alleviated. It's been, it's been alleviated. You, there's a sense of you're free. There's, yeah. there's freedom. There's freedom. There's freedom there. Now, listen to what he says. Listen to this. So, he says, he extends grace to those who love him, observe his mitzvot to a thousand generations, but he repays those who hate him to their face and destroys him. He will not be slow to deal with someone who hates him. He will repay him to his face. Therefore, mm -hmm. you are to keep the mitzvot laws and rulings which I'm giving you today and obey them. Obey them. Simple. Simple. It's a simple formula. Now, I dealt with this issue <clears throat> of the fact that redemption is quantitative. Sure. Now we'll go somewhere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Please explain to me what this text means across the street. All right. Where are you taking me? Faith oh. is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What does that mean? You know what? Did, I can't did, even explain did, it from there. Did, 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 did I stump you? you? You did because my I have a Hebraic mind now, and I faith for me is something something totally different. That's a bunch of confusion. <laughs> what you just said to me, faith it, is substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things that are not seen. There is absolutely nothing in Hebraic context that relates to that, but I'm going to tell you how it's used. Mm. Anytime that scripture is brought up, they go to Father Avraham. Imagine that. Father Avraham was old in age, Sarah was a hundred and age or so before she gave birth mm -hmm. to Isaac. Therefore, they believed in something that was not seen, a substance that was not seen, the evidence of that which was hoped for. Now let me, let, let, let me explain something to you all, okay? Mm. Abraham walked 
with the with the Most High, not within the character trait of hoping that the Most High was going to do anything. He didn't hope. Correct. There's no hope there. Abraham walked with the Most High knowing, mm-hmm. knowing that if the Most High said it was going to be A, it was going to be A. He wasn't hoping for it to be A. He knew it was going to be A. If the Most High told him, Sarah is going to have a child this time next year, he wasn't looking at substance of something that he didn't see that he was hoping for. The Most High made it clear to him on the basis of the relationship that he had had that he proved to him when he took but before he took Isaac to the to the mountain, his lifestyle proved to the Most High that he knew that what the Most High said was factual. Yes. Redemption is factual. Mm-hmm. It's quantitative. Yeah. So when the child showed up a year later, he wasn't going like, oh, oh, the Most High kept his word. No, he knew it was going to happen. Right. His faith was not presumptuous. Mm-hmm. His faith was based on fact. That is eloquently put. That is a beautiful way to explain Redemption faith. is based on fact. The things of the Most High are based on the factual knowledge of what the Most High has done for you in the past. That's the reason why Mm -hmm. the three Hebrew boys can answer the king and say with bravery, Mm -hmm. we're not so careful as how we answer you, O king. Mm. We, they didn't say we believe. Read the text. They said we know Mm -hmm. that Yahweh is able. Right. And if by chance he chooses not to deliver us, he has a greater purpose. Mm Mm-hmm. Can I give you a, another example? Come on, man. It's it's plain. It's plain. Let me give you an example of that. You're a homeowner, right? I am a homeowner. You own your home. I, I own do. my home as well. Well, I own that part that the bank done on. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all trying to get there. Now, a different way or another way to put this is when you purchased your home, did you put down a good hope effort? A good... Faith effort? It's called a good faith Faith down payment payment. on something. Because they're saying, I'm not hoping that you're going to give me this money. It's called a good faith. That means that it's quantitative and that when I went ahead and I put that down, that means that I made an effort that showed you that I was willing to commit to this. See, the problem with that text is that nowhere in our text, our scriptures, does it ever direct us to hope in anything? No, 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 no. That is why I can confidently sit here in this chair that says every time the Most High opens his mouth, he's saying the same thing. I was the one that delivered you out. Yeah. I was the one that transversed you through the desert. Yeah. I was the one that delivered you into the land. Yeah. I was the one that defeated all your enemies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, you're not yeah, yeah, hoping. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not hoping. For something else. No, no, no. Because you can prove my pretigree based on what I've done before you in the past. As a matter of fact, 
I don't, you didn't even have to tell me that because I wasn't there for any of that. You know what my faith is built on? The fact of the matter is when I crack open Better Sheet chapter one and I read what the Most High has put in front of me, I have faith that he's put the breath inside you, that he created man, that he put the sun and the moon and the stars in the sky. Those are quantitative things that I can build my trust trust on. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 you know what he you know what he does? He says it over and over and over again. Uh, it's repeated. He's like He says <laughs> he says he says I created the heavens and the earth. Right. I created the trees, the birds and the animals and everything there is that is available for man that I have created. I am, I am Yahweh. I created those. Mm -hmm. He does not give that, that status of eloquence to any body. No other spirit has done what he says he has done. So I'm trying to still figure out the elephant in the room. Why are we gravitating to someone who says they are, but they're not? And, you know, I'm, I, I get this every time people come to our congregation. Um, do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? And then I have to, I have to go, ah, no. That, yeah, emphatically, no. No. No, I'm not, I'm not messianic in that context. Mm -hmm. I am messianic but not messianic in that context. Mm -hmm. I am, we are messianic in relationship to the day of our redemption back into the land when the real Messiah, the real anointed one, the Messiah only means anointed one, mm -hmm. when the real anointed one is going to show up. And the Most High has already told us in Scripture that his anointed king is King, king David. David. <laughs> but see, this is the problem. And, and with it, and see, now, and now, listen, listen, Sean, and with that, you know what? I'm good with that. Because you know why I'm good with it? I'm good with it because the Most High said, the Most High ain't said nothing about the guy across the street. Or, anybody, no, or anybody else for that matter. There is no text that defines him as coming to be anything to the Most High. As a matter of fact, I'm going to say something to you, and you Christians are going to get mad at me. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. I don't care. Y'all get mad at Y'all got mad at me. <laughs> you you got mad at, 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 at the prophets, okay? Mm -hmm. If he existed... He going to be in the land just like you and I. Mm -hmm. And he ain't going to have no position just like you and I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Very true. As a matter of fact, if he's real and he existed, 
he better hope the Most High don't charge him with idolatry and deem him to be wicked. Now I know I made you mad. Yeah. Now, yeah, you you got people mm, sweating bullets. I'm sorry. I can't politicize this. I can't. I can't make this comfortable for people. You know what? What's your name? Pop? Yeah. You know what? Name me one prophet that made it comfortable for the people. Name me one. Narrow Name me one. one. Not Name, one. Come on, come on, come on. Gotta be one. Not gotta one. Be one. There's major and minor prophets. Gotta Not be one. one. There's gotta be one that made it. Not Is one. there one? Is there yeah, one? Yeah. Is there one? Is there one? Is but there see, one? But see, you're Is there one? I'm making an altar call. Is there one? <laughs> Is there another? You're Is there one that'll come? Is there a prophet that you can point to that made it comfortable for Israel when they spoke about Israel's transgressions and how the Most High felt about it? Is there one that made them feel comfortable? No, because that's a, it's a contradiction in terms. Because as a prophet, you are defined as a person that is being put in a place of, or a position that is going to somewhat tell Israel about themselves. That's how we would put it in the vernacular of today's age. And it's when you do that, you're not going to make people comfortable with where they are. That's the whole entire point is so I can put these thorns in the nest so you can get out of this lackadaisical attitude of where you are. Because that's the whole entire thing. I was going to answer that question for you when you say, why is Israel always doing this? Read the book of Shoftim. I'm not saying that to you, but I'm just saying the 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 pattern in Shoftim is they have gotten they've intermingled with these folks and they just tend to gravitate to whatever is popular at the time. You see it all the time. It's kind of this the nature of Hebrew Israel. And you answered the question yourself. I said, when you got a group of people that was born in idolatry and born in slavery back in Mitzrayim, it's kind of ingrained in them a little bit. But even still, at the end of the day, that is why I appreciate the Most High because he's showing you. If, let me tell you something. I'm going to have it right now. I don't care if don't nobody else come along with me. I don't need no A, no, no, I means and nothing else. Can I, with, no, can, can I get a little help? Can I get a little help? Can I get a little help? I don't need nobody to, I don't need nobody I don't need nobody to help me. with this one because I'm telling you, the issue is, is that we see it time and time again. This is a people. He keeps telling you, I'm going to use the most jacked up, screwed up group yeah. to, of people. To prove one thing. To prove that I'm Elohim. That I'm Elohim. Yeah. I'm not going to use... Because he says it. He says it in Ezekiel. He says, and then you will know. <laughs> right. And the nations will know that I am. That I am. That I am. That I am the I am that I spoke about being the I am when Masha asked me, who shall I say? Tell him that I am that I am sent you. Right. And who is I am that I am? <laughs> well, mm, glad you asked. Yes, right. I'm the Elohim of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. I'm the, no, we're going to trade this and, off. And, I'm, and, I'm the and, Elohim that and, delivered you out of the hand of slavery. And, and I have a name. My name is yod heh vav and this shall be my name known as my name throughout all generations. It's written in the Hebrew text, but it's omitted yeah. in the Greek translations. That's why when I go somewhere and I greet people in the name that's oh, above yeah. every name, they look at me and everybody says, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> because they don't know that the Most High's name is written in text because 
the enemy of the Most High, which is Greece and Rome, left it out of the text so you would not know it. Those are facts. That's fact, Jack. Yeah. You can go. Yeah. Listen. Listen. I'm going to go somewhere else. And we're gonna, we're, listen. 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 All listen. Right. Chapter 7, verse 12. 12. Okay. Of Davarim. Davarim. Because you are listening to these rulings, keeping and obeying them, Yahweh, your Elohim, will keep with you the covenant and, and mercy that he swore to your ancestors. Mm-hmm. Now, we're, we're talking about Hebrew Israel. We're talking mm -hmm. about us. Mm -hmm. He will love you, bless you, and increase your numbers. He will bless the fruit of your body and the fruit of your ground. Mm. Verse 14, you will be blessed more than all peoples. There will not be a sterile male or female among you. Mm. Yahweh will remove all illness from you. He will not afflict you. He will, uh, 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 with the Egyptians dreaded diseases. So now, he's not going to afflict you with the nation's dreaded diseases, which you have known. Instead, he will lay them on those who hate you. I don't have to knock on no wood. You don't. But you know what? Mm-hmm. COVID has been all around me. As it has been myself. And you know what COVID has done? Mm -hmm. It has walked right by and said, oh, I can't stop here. I see he's protected by the grace and mercy of the Most High. Why? Because he keeps obeying Dang the most highest mitzvot rulings and laws. Mm. It's a beautiful thing. And you this, see, <laughs> our people down in Palm Springs said one word that they used in common, that they were free. Free why? Because they have turned back to this way of life which is not a life of idolatry, but a way of freedom. Why? Mm -hmm. Because the son of the most high, Israel, and the opulent nation of governance that governs Israel has set them free. Yeah, yeah. So now we have a new meaning of he who the son has set free in terms of its proper application because we now read out of scripture text mm -hmm. who the son is. And that is Israel. Israel. And you are Israel. Israel. So let's bring in a quote from one of our master teachers, Robert Young. Because Robert Young said something very pivotal. He said, only a free man can, can set, set another, another man, man free. free. And since you are Hebrew I'm Israel. Free. I'm free. And you free. Yeah, and I, I, I connected with a people that didn't even know that I existed. As the testimony said, the young man's sister found me. Mm -hmm. And we have been friends and a congregation of people ever since. And those people that are in that congregation have testified that they 
how free. Well, this has been Hebrews in, in exile. exile. And yeah. this has been Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean, Sean Appleton. Appleton. Shalom. Shalom.